Hello and welcome to episode 192 of Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast. Uh, a weekly podcast where we figure out what we think about just about everything. And in true form, Ivanka has shifted across to the side a bit somehow since we started recording. I'm always trying to get these uh, cameras the same and sort of look in the same colours, but because I'm a ghost... Um, I just always look sort of ill next to Ivanka's face. Um, this week, <laughs> my name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. And I am she, radiant. She's radiant. <laughs> um, so we're both, uh, we've both got our faces on camera, but you can only see that if you either watch the video through Patreon uh, or you join us live on Twitch, which is now an hour earlier each week because um, we're recording two podcasts. So we needed to make some extra time. <laughs> Because we're just kidding. One is not enough. One is just not enough. Um, so this week we're going to talk about. Uh, I mean, it's a fairly professionally businessy, nerdy-sounding topic, which is minimum viable products. And the reason I wanted to talk about it was because I've, 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 I've had to unlearn some bad habits. So I've been making little prototypes and products for people for, for, let's say, decades now, shall we? Yeah, Ma- decades. years and years. But they tend to be for these sort of like fancy clients with brands and things. And then so really, and a minimum viable product, we will say MVP, is just like what is the the most basic version of a tool or a piece of software or some content or whatever it is that will kind of validate it, that people can see and find useful. Um, so that, that's, that's what that is. Um, Ivanka yeah. has done some I'm stuff on this as well. Ubuntu phone, various projects that all, lots of people talk about MVPs and they are very different, even from like coaching people into how to run a workshop, for example, they'll go, oh, I just need the MVP for this workshop. Uh, and then so it's like this kind of like a test version, but people use it to mean slightly different things in different circumstances, I believe. Mm-hmm. And there are different ways to make it useful because I think it's still a tool it's above all else it's a tool and if you don't use it appropriately then uh, you know like any tool it, it doesn't do the right job um yeah so and there's stuff i yeah. have to say and out just of nowhere this, yeah good and just that like that that <laughs> thing of uh, when you build something there's the first the first bit of effort to get something that sort of just about works you still have to do that two or three more times to get something that's polished enough, that's clear enough that, that you can actually like stick it in the app store, right? Um, as a kind of posh looking product. Um, so there we go. That is what we're going to be talking about. Um, hopefully someone will be interested in this. Okay, titles. What's the best thing that happened uh, to you last week, if anything? I made it. Did I tell you? Was did I tell you last week that I was on in the uh, our, our beach cleanup? Made it into some national papers. You may Not have like. Papers. I maybe I told you generally. Um, hmm. So on the, it's not a, an actual newspaper, but a very popular news portal. Because uh, right. I, we did this beach clean two Saturdays ago, but I got Nick to come along with his fancy camera, 
as you know, it's all about the marketing. Uh, so we've got some lovely pictures of it and therefore uh, managed to spark some conversation. So we're doing another beach clean tomorrow with our cleaning teddy bears crew. Uh, mm. So I'm excited about that mostly, I'd say. Uh, yes, that's it. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not going to tell you beach more. Beach up. <laughs> oh, we're going to just start tease, teaser, teaser long story. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. So you got Be- some press. What are you, what are you doing with your uh, photos? Uh, well, we've just we've allowed the sort of the, so the cleaning bears. I think you could draw a reasonable analogy to like extinction rebellion in some ways. Like it's not a centrally organised thing. Anybody mm. to, can declare themselves to be some cleaning bears, uh, which mm. we have done. But we have made our folder of photos available to all cleaning bears (laughs) so their promotional material Uh, so we've contributed in that way and uh, which is something I have to say that I remember I'm I'm sure I've said this before but like I remember talking to one of the women in Brighton who runs the rough rough sleeper social care stuff Mm. and she said you know I, I've got so many do-gooders. Everyone wants to make cups of tea and hand out duvets. But what I really need is people to help me raise money. And mm. sometimes contributing one's professional skills for volunteer situations yeah. is kind of more value than, more than doing a thing. But in this case, I am happy to be picking up the rubbish as well as generally being noisy about it. And so, because okay. uh, I find the picking up rubbish very therapeutic. Mm. it's like you know just adding order easily and physically I have control I can pick up a piece of rubbish and I can put it in a bag and it is done and there's no so I find it I quite that with, healthy I did, that with folding, I did that with folding my socks yesterday I was really focused exactly. on the socks similar thing <laughs> It's a similar thing. I bought, so on that note, I bought some drawer organizers for my daughter's drawers. Drawer organizers. Because uh, I have to say, I keep her, since she's been born, I've kept her clothes far more orderly than mine. I've well, ever kept mine. And it's quite go. nice, but we've, I've, there's chaos in her, in, her, in her clothes drawers. So I've now uh, created order where there was chaos. This is the theme of the week. There we go. Theme <laughs> How of the are week, you, Michael? order. How am I? I, I, I'm, 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 I am well. I'm, I'm. So I'm, I'm week two into. I'm not allowing myself to write any code, even though I've still written some code. It's very hard to avoid sometimes. <laughs> just like I just need to. I just, I just need this not to crash when I send out this, uh, this video or blog post or something. So, so there's been some little tinkers, but I have been talking to developers and meeting people, and you know, sort of doing some, sort of getting that rolling. Uh, but the best thing I, I, I did last week was um, I well, I, I just made this I'd made this like little tool um, for just calculating your mic delay. So like on stream, it can be a bit annoying to calculate your mic delay. It was just this tiny little thing that I'd sort of just about clutched together. But last year I was like, well, I need to it needs another stage of design. It needs to be tidied up and neatened up and you can't just. And then because I wasn't allowed to work on it, but I was like, well, this is still useful. So I'll make a video about how to use it. And then just tell people and just be that Microsoft guy, <laughs> be that guy that says, no, you have to do it the right way or it will just not work. And um, I finally uh, I put that video out, I posted it in a few places and it's like it's my mailing list is growing at last. I'm starting to get like 
emails every, you know, multiple email signups a day. So I just did the right level of bullying people into signing up for my mailing list. <laughs> and um, like a pro- something that's genuinely quite useful, even if it's unpolished. And um, yeah, I'm getting, um, I'm getting, I'm getting people. I'm doing user acquisition that I've been trying to do for the last three months, four months, and um, and I actually found something that worked, and and it just like relied on me not allowing myself to, to um, like make it look any better, because yeah, I'm yeah. not allowed to work on that. Just it's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's fine, Michael. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. It, just it, chill. It's so hard sometimes, though to sort of go I put out a my first ever Instagram story yesterday I just don't do it because I just on Instagram mostly use it just to look at I've got quite a closed off Instagram account but then I started this creation one a while ago where Mm. I'm trying to sort of to be a bit more like hey come and knit hey pick up rubbish Mm. anyway but in order to do that you actually need to actively promote it so I was like I need to do these Instagram stories so I did a thing I put music on it I put animated gifts on it it was like somebody had vomited all the functionality from instagram nice. stories onto my mind. i was kind of like look at this because <laughs> <laughs> so like, nick goes to, he goes oh there's so many croats use music in their instagram stories hmm. which you know i just so anyway so i put some music on and then i said to one of my cousins i was like what is it with the music she goes for ages the licensing wasn't sorted out so they couldn't do Right. music on their instagram story anyway so it looks awful but i just thought i saw it i'll just post it see if anybody keep... got some hearts <laughs> and some laughs <laughs> yeah like one of my biggest ones was like such a throwaway. like i just moved my camera around what i'd done um and like that was the one that that oh, that's a real that's not a story but um yeah anyway a bit, so so yeah that my best thing that happened last week is quite closely related to the subject of this week's episode because i'm like i learned something this week I want to talk about it some more because um, I think that could be fun. So let's, why don't we, um, I'll show you a bit of uh, Christmas in Milan. And oh my God, Ooh. look at my saturation on my face now. Natale. Like, first thing in the morning is such a, um, like such a hard time. Like if I, I if I don't just like shut all the blinds and shine my own yeah. lights on myself, like the light is changing just constantly. Um, so yeah, that's a high quality video you can pay for. we go we've just Ivanka and I've just had a behind the scenes discussion on the uh, on the visuals that were associated with what you just heard right MVPs minimum viable what does viable mean what does minimum mean like like the big thing I learned was I, I just noticed that I have a bad habit of that I have I've garnered from years of working for clients where it's not quite the raw situation of um they say MVP but they don't really want an MVP. They want an yeah. MVP that takes twice as long because you've got to polish it up a little bit because they've got to sort of maintain their brand to some extent. And that's given me like this uh, habit of basically not wanting to put anything out there if I've uh, to validate that it people want it 
the whole idea is to validate that someone's going to want it and then you polish it up a bit. So your early users will deal with a bit of jank and then you'll be like, oh, right, this is actually something people will go through, jump through some hoops just to sort of use because it's a, a really good solution, um, sort of underlying solution. Um, but my I've been in this habit because for years I've been trained this way as a programmer to like if I find a bug if I know that something's not quite right with it either visually the layout is a bit like suboptimal or like I, I know that if you try and upload a second video to this thing it's just not going to work again and you've got to refresh the page and I don't want to force a user to refresh the page use my product product because I'm not Microsoft I don't do that it's like um uh, but what I realized was by by just jumping in and by just being forced essentially to put something out that hadn't had that sort of final stage of polish, the people were just as happy to use it and share it and talk about it. And I've already seen it like shared on blog posts and on Facebook in different posts and things like that. And it's like, okay, so that means I don't have to do that 200% extra effort before I've just made sure that people want something. And I think that's yeah. something that I think brands and companies could learn from as well, because we are in this habit of trying to make everything super slick. If it crashes, if it's a bit wonky, if you have to like know exactly what to do, if it takes a video to explain how to use it, that's yeah, fine for the first well, stage. It, well, it depends though. Like, right, okay. Yes, so there's like a minimum useful product or a minimum mm. viable doesn't just mean that the product runs it means that you've got the money and the time to make it it it's like viable can be i'm not allowed to write code what can i do in a week and i've got a week you know it's not that the viable bit isn't just about the product itself it's about could be about testing something back office in, a, in an office environment, like can the can the can do we have the administrative support to deliver this experience? Do we have the um, uh, so it could be something about it could be do we have the money? Does the technology actually let us do this? Uh, if it so, it's the minute. I, I, this is why I think you have yeah. The, there's something about the minimum viable product that people need to stop and think about what it is they're testing and what it is you're trying to discover. And that's what, you know, that's in my head what I mean by a tool. It's like a, a, a minimum viable product is a tool to test something out. Could be market, could be your team, could be technology, could be anything. Uh, and, and unless you're clear what it is you're trying to find out, could be that you need investment. And if you need investment, you might spend more time on polish and strip out a few types of functionality or something. Do you know what I mean? like make it so it's it's that that definition of it matters in so my head so you have head. to know what the so you have to know what the such a different perspective What's to mine point? so that's good right that's <laughs> such a like because i'm obviously in this world of like uh i have an idea my first instinct is just to build it and um try it out and then once I've, and then i always get into this um uh, it's taking six weeks. I just wanted to try something out. Like I always have this cycle I've noticed in the last few months. Oh, I shouldn't have jumped into this. It's taking so long. So, um, but that, but, but that's a fairly that's fairly specific to like the indie hacker type mindset, which you have to like. That's what I'm trying to control. But yeah, like what you're saying is there's so many different different. <laughs> sort of types of MVP that I'm not even talking they're, about. They really so like, are, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. go, uh, we mentioned the Ubuntu phone as, a, as an example yeah. of an MVP. So the Ubuntu phone was put together. Uh, we we knew we had to get a demo together for uh, a big show, 
It's like, right, we're going to sit in stands at the that big sh- consumer electronics show in Vegas. And for that, we need to be able to show people something that works. Okay, what what story are we going to try and tell? And at the same time, a Canonical wasn't big enough nor had the resources enough to sort of like build a whole thing. Like, you know, how much, co- there's a conversation about how much th- code you want to throw away. So there was mm. this kind of wow. like enabling the hardware stack balanced against because um, we wanted, we didn't want to fake things. So we wanted to actually send an SMS in front of people. We wanted to mm. actually take a photo in front of people. But we chose three very, very narrow scenarios. Like mm. you had to sort of like, take, hey, this is your Ubuntu phone. You can take a picture and you can send it to your friend that you found in your contacts. La la la. And so there's a story designed, mm. and then we looked at how do we build the story, and because everybody knew what the story was the tech the design everybody was on board with trying to make that story real Mm. so it wasn't a full-blown phone operating system yeah but it did do three or four things really well Mm. and it did have polish and the pixels were in the right place and it didn't crash and la 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 but in terms of all the things a phone needs to do it only did a few of them. Do, mm. do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's like, yeah, no, absolutely. And and, and yeah, having a, having it story driven, which is something that I've, I clicked ten years ago, but I still am not doing a very good job of executing on it. And I think like just the word viable, um, viable doesn't like. I think I was in this mindset of well, it has to be viable. It has to explain itself. It has to have onboarding. It ha- sort of within the the software in isolation from any other context has to be viable. But actually, if you start from the story, if you say, okay, well, we're actually going to guide people through a stand, or I'm going to make a video explaining how to do this. It's like that surrounding. Like you can sacrifice some quality of implementation in order, or you know, uh, depth of implementation, yeah, or yeah, number depth, of features, yeah, or breadth. If yeah. because the viability is supported by that you know the the stand the booth the the story you're telling the the features that you know work and then and the same with me like doing a video it's like okay well it's viable because there's a video explaining how to use it rather than because i put an extra three weeks into like an onboarding sequence that still probably doesn't really help people that don't know what they're you know it still kind of misses that a lot of that human human aspect to understanding something and knowing if it's worth worthwhile for you and people you know yeah like software there's there's no sort of perfectly um yeah. accessible piece of software perfectly intuitive piece of software not even apple's products are remotely intuitive but they just have extremely high tv advertising budgets so they can show you what's <laughs> happening on the screen and like they're basically tutorials you know with a huge yeah, yeah, marketing yeah, yeah. budget so you know yeah. I, i've been in this mindset of it has to be totally intuitive and explain itself no i just need to make a video and it needs to just about work and that's cool it, it is the just but I mean, I, I, I think with like user research findings and stuff, some, you end up having this conversation sometimes where, where it's like, you know, this trips users up. It does trip them up and it would be great if we could fix it. But is it as important as this other thing? Or because your minimum viable product thing as well might be about we need to make some money to pay for the next bit. And so like, okay, that then the focus is making something because you can sometimes make a product that in its smallest 
iteration has value that people will give money for and then you can use that money to add more value to it or it could be that um you want to save people the bother of some part of a job like i think in, in the government things like with the digital marketplace we knew that applying to be on the framework to be part of the this uh, a digital marketplace where people can supply to government filling in the form applying all of that stuff was really arduous <laughs> so it's like <laughs> that's the bit that we're focused the energy on r to start with rather than the um helping the people the other side find what they wanted to buy do you know so it's it there's not like a there isn't one version that's my my thing and every, it's very easy to be, get caught up in the bit you want to do as well or the bit that you're an expert in as well like yeah okay i know i've done this 20 times so i've just got to do this yeah. what i always do but no no there's a wider context to all of this um yeah. so yeah yeah like why don't we have break two and uh, yeah, do it, <laughs> do it. gone a bit stale so well sorry <laughs> sorry i just surprised <laughs> if i get by switching away from the thing um we uh can we are we audible it says muted okay no it's fine um uh sorry uh yeah i just there was a window display in milan it's the uh it's the bread shop the bagel shop the shop that the, the, the family loves <laughs> to get nice breads and things from um so here's here's um here's something i'm Here's something I noticed yesterday, though. So, um, I uh, so, so as I've mentioned on this podcast, I've I've ended up in the process of of like making YouTube videos, editing this podcast. I've got some little like tools that I've made for myself. So I've got um, I've got a thing that lets me write a script in the sort of industry standard tool and turn that into a Final Cut Pro timeline. So that I with a load of things that I and I I'm just I, which has got all the script as captions in there, and I can dump in videos and. Uh, it just tells me what I need to fill in and then I sort of paint it all through with different video clips and I've got a video. Um, and then I've got another thing that I've made for the podcast where when I, because it's a bit annoying, well, I, I, I make notes at what time and like if I'm like, oh, Ivanka just um, coughed or something back when I used to edit it to death. <laughs> I, like I put put the time code in and um, and then I made a thing that let me sort of put the final cut timeline through this tool. And then it gave me the markers, or all the edit points, which was quite important because if you start pulling stuff out of the early part of the episode, then now all of your time codes are off in the, you know, in the, in the, in the list of things. And it's like, I, I've got to now look for these things, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I, um, I, start, I was like, OK, well, I've got this, the thing that makes the um, timeline just about, I've got actually a version of that on, the, on my website that sort of works. So let me like tell people about that. And then, okay. but then I was like, no, this, then I start like looking at my video and writing a script and going, uh, no, this needs to be a video about like, I'm calling it like supersonic video production process kind of thing. Like how I go from script to a finished video in sort of ultra fast, ultra, with, with, by automating all the difficult bits and just thinking about the content, which I think would be, and then I'm sort of writing all these bullet points and I'm realizing, oh no, I just, I don't want to just say this one tool. I want to be able to say, and then here's this tool. And then there's, here's this tool, which then means I've got two tools that I haven't finished making that I need to finish 
before I can release this video, which would actually, because it's actually like, it's not the tool. The tool doesn't make sense unless you know the surrounding process, unless you know the mindset, unless you know all of those things. And um, so I've sort of like found myself in a bit of an awkward corner where it's like, well, can I make this video until I finish the code? And I'm seeing that old habit of like, uh, it's almost like this procrastination of like, because like, it's hard to write a script and it's hard to sort of, okay, right, I've got to get on camera now. I'm going to read through this thing. I've got a teleprompter, blah, blah, blah. Um, <clears throat> like record the voiceover, whatever it's going to be. And it's easy to look at my tool and go, ah, no, I just need to spend a little bit of time. Sorry for the beeping outside my window. I try and mute it when I can, but when I'm talking, I cannot. Um, there, there is still very much a lot of construction work going on outside. Um, so, so um, in terms of minimum, like, what's my point? My point is, is sometimes once you start trying to contextualize something, sometimes once you start writing, if you write the story too late, I suppose, or if you, there can be quite a lot of consequences to that. Like there's some nooks and crannies of that story that can be very difficult to get right sometimes and can end up meaning, yeah. oh, I just want to like share what I've done, but actually I can't because there's all these little things. And I think that probably does apply to the to the phone uh, and to anything really. Yeah, I, I think, it, but <clears throat> what we, that coming up with the story first, enable the, the story that was built was not the story we set out to build exactly because you we could make decisions along the way to go we're not going to be able to do that bit what either what can we do instead or how can we drop that bit and still be smooth and so that's but it's that intention element that is really nick talks about this in marketing he always goes oh, start start with the end in mind and I go, why don't you stick? <laughs> but it's like, there is this difference, I think, between, so, you know, when you say, oh, I can just build a thing, I can't do that. And so that's not an option for me as a way of trying something out. So I have to think of a different way of bringing the thing to life to test its val validity or its viableness. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I wouldn't be yeah, able yeah. to not to so so therefore i'll look for different ways of trying to 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 make it real and it's that that story that i've uh, talked about before that guy that the the kodak camera guy uh, who um uh, worked on the tech Eastman. and then yeah. uh, he worked on the tech Eastman. and then turned it into a product and it's like it's it depends what your strength is like if you're a if you're a graphic designer you might spend ages working on the branding some time on the story and then uh and maybe the interaction screens but i actually have no idea how to implement them so you're much more likely to make an animation or a video than you yeah. are to write some code and and i've been on i've been on uh, i remember years ago being in a conversation we were talking about prototyping and sketching it's like if you can code faster than you can draw, do you sketch in code? So what? But if you, yeah. if that's hard for you, it's like we even upstairs we, we're doing our loft, and uh, Nick and I were talking about the kitchen, <laughs> and because he's got some screws and some wood, we sort of laid, we literally laid out a kitchen because it only took ten minutes, and it was like a nice three D right. way of sketching out yeah. what we were trying to do. Um, but we didn't have to go and buy anything, get anything. So it's all of those things that make the viable product conversation, uh, I think, 
really yeah. change it. They change it. Yeah. Um, and so, so actually, I, I, like I, I, like part of this whole exercise for me is to sort of there's limits to that. Oh, like it's just quicker to build it. Like thinking because you always think it's you always not. sort of overestimate how quickly. <laughs> you can build it like even you know freaking 35 years into my experience as a programmer it's like I'm, I yeah. still just I cannot help but underestimate how much time something's going to take and it's a source of great frustration so I'm trying to build some habits around you know force myself to make an animation make a video or, or actually yesterday like I was like oh I need this thing but right instead of just jumping into the code i'm going to because i've got another developer looking at this repo now so on github that's a so github is where developers share code repo is uh, the soft the code that goes into the website and then you can create issues against the um i'm obviously explaining this to you ivanka because you, you obviously don't know what a repo is no i'm telling uh, annette um <laughs> I'm telling my auntie um so there's a platform collaborating on. So I was like, well, there's someone looking at this. Why don't I like write up what I want doing and then disappear into a black camera? Yeah, I know. It turns off every half hour. This bloody can. This is the magic lantern down downfall. This is the problem of using a DSLR for a webcam. Um, so I wrote up, I, I decided to write it up as a, as a task to do um, on the shared repository. And then, but then like, there was very much this thing of like I had to still go into the code and remind myself where everything was and what needed to be done and like okay here's how it looked in the version I made for for the desktop and here's what the website code looks like and it's a different programming language and like here's this bit here's this bit and I still haven't been very thorough about linking to the right things and the thing and it's like uh, I um, definitely would have like but this is all work. So it's like most of the work that I would have had to do to fix it myself was involved, was the same work to write the issue on GitHub. And then I've woken up this morning going, I reckon about five minutes I could have this done um, rather than sort of going through a sequence of calls with someone to whom, for whom, who's going to be in a worse position to test it because they don't have like my script writing software or Final Cut or really know what my expectations are, blah, blah, blah. But the, the trade-off of that is yeah, I can just throw it together in five minutes and do a sort of uh, quick and just make it work. But if someone else does it, the, the trade-off there is that they can do a really good job on it in a way that, that I can't on my own. So Well, I also but, think that, 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 that there's a trade-off in that if you continue to do things on your own, you don't just because you can, I'm not you, one, we all mm -hmm. do it, yeah, then yeah. you miss out on possibly finding new people to collaborate with or, or like you say, people doing a better job. But it's mm. like, um, you know, you can't scale. There's only so far you can scale yourself. So, you know, and sort of like taking yeah. the time to write things down is, and sharing it is one way of doing that, I think. Yeah. But definitely the, 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 the trade-off there in terms of sort of quality of... Um, it's, it's sort of like for the MVP, I don't need a high quality implementation. It's like, well, what can I do? On my, well, maybe I should be focusing more on, okay, here's what I can do on my own. And then once that's validated and maybe there's interest and I've got a list of people that want to use it and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I've then got something I can take to a collaborator and say, look, do you want to help me with this or investor or X, Y, Z, right? So it's almost like um, a... <laughs> the collaboration bit is difficult unless um, they're sort of meaty enough. But then I don't know, like 
just you, you always do worry that it's going to take someone a week to do something and you're just like yeah, i just want to get this out and test it as quickly as possible so uh, you know it's the it's the taking the time to explain to somebody what you want mm. i find as well like what you really mean is just yeah. So hard. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, it's just, like, and you say uh, taking the time. It's like you take the time, and then you have to take the time again the next week, and then you have to take the time again the next week and try and get it through to them. It's like, it, but I, you know, but I think some of my it's really hard is down to the fact that I haven't actually thought it through. <laughs> well, that's the th- and when I'm writing it down, it's like, oh, actually, is that really what I mean? Whereas, you know, if you if you're doing it yourself, you kind of tinker and change your mind you, you as you learn go by along. Doing it, you learn by yeah. doing it as well. You figure out what you want by doing it, and that's just very very hard to collaborate on. Yeah, we put yeah, a break in, even yeah. though there was a, even though we just had a forced break a forced when my network break. went down. <laughs> but I'm going to put the last break in, and like uh, we'll just have a think. So one of the things about MVPs that maybe we haven't talked about is whether the audience for your MVP is the same one as will be for your product. So, you know, if you think about like your delay calculator thing, it's like I have I have no need for one. one. I don't know why I'd want one, but there are people for whom this is a problem. And yeah, they yeah, might, yeah. and if it's a problem, they might be willing to try out some sort of tool just to solve their problem, and then later on they can help the rest of us understand why it's a problem. But we're going to be much less tolerant of all the, you know, the the, the hoops and the kind of yeah, special yeah. refreshes and knocks on yeah. wood and turn around and touch the ground sort of workarounds that you need to do to use that first version of the software. So I think I think that's quite and 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 again it might be a type of user your first audience, or it might be just someone with loads of money that you want to give want you to give you loads of money. Yeah, Point. yeah. And there's that, that's something that's something what the the reason I'm so so happy with with this particular thing this little delay calculator is it is the perfect it is my shoot camera feed user that is going to need that like that it's exactly the thing and it's and it's the perfect lead magnet and so there's this whole um there's no point like a track so i've got like a mailing list of people that signed up because they wanted to track their happiness i cannot use that to market my camera app (laughs) because they're not going to be interested whereas the people have signed up to my product that just this my little tool that lets you calculate the delay on the cameras on their feet it's like yes you are going to probably want my app so that that's like an art in itself but um what i was gonna but then and and something else just to be a little bit chaotic here something else that you just reminded me of um this morning i was listening to this guy uh who i should i'm going to talk about him again i'm sure but this week we'll just say a guy who wrote the mum test the mom test but he was talking about um amazon reviews and and how um so he's written this book and it's like it's quite a short it's it's a book about like um i don't know validating your 
whatever like stuff i'm talking about but he talks he talks he was talking about book reviews and the sharing thing and um how uh, he's got like this a couple of like curmudgeonly reviews from brits saying this was 20 pounds and it only had like 120 pages and he's he's sort of saying there's this thing that happens on amazon where if it's a good book the first reviews to start off with it will be like five stars and because it's going through this word of mouth recommendation thing and people that get recommended it is because it's a solution to the problem the exact problem they're having but as it gets like more and more successful it starts getting people start hearing about it or like reading it and, and um, but they don't have that problem and then that sort of starts to bring the ratings down because uh, sort of inevitably as a matter right. of course because now you know the person who has the problem wants it in as concise a form as possible and that's going to be a huge help to them yeah, whereas yeah. if they don't really have the problem then they're just like yeah, well, this they, is a bit of a short book what's the point the of that problem. yeah, yeah. Why, why is this a problem <laughs> you've got to like convince them that it's a problem and then give them the solution yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, but but his his thing is like you just if you start and if you start your book from like this is where people are at in order that they have this problem and I'll just start from there and give them the tips. Uh, whereas if you sort of if you I guess if you're sort of targeting that more broad audience that like sort of trying to get that like long tail then you do have to have the book twice as long in order for, that it explains all the context. But um. That, and that is something that is done the context of the useful thing so that's like you know a short book or a, like a simple tool it, it's in that case it's the word of mouth and someone says oh you probably need this and and that's what's yeah. providing the context but if your context is just like the cover and some amazon reviews and even like then you don't have enough to understand what it is and then it is no longer viable kind of thing if, if that yeah, yeah, ties yeah, it yeah. back into the theme yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, products you can see that i'm just obsessed with this stuff because i'm trying to i actually had a good week of app sales last week but i'm not like knock wood if it kept up like this i would be able to relax a little bit more but i i just feel like uh you know this is all stuff i'm having to learn and once i've, I've once i've and I, but i think this mvp conversation it's just something like I think like a repeated source of frustration for me is just like I'm spending too long on something that I didn't want to spend this long on. And um, mm. even though yesterday I meant like I made a video about done good and I was like, wow, it really tries to take you through it all. So the video is almost me just following the instructions on the um, in the app. So like I could have just saved myself six weeks of redesigning and reworking this thing and made a video explaining how to use it in its current form. And then I wouldn't have been like <laughs> crying for yeah. like four weeks of that. What? Yeah, well, you know your delay calculator. So, yeah, could you turn that into a product as well? I think some of these things. I think some of these things are lead magnets. Some of these things are. I I because what what I kind of want to do is get uh, Squares TV to be like a subscription thing where you pay for access to some sort of toolkit. Or like set of things like you go, okay, I want my streaming toolkit. I want my Final Cut editing toolkit. You pay some sort of low monthly subscription and then you can sort of have access to these tools that you may or may, you know, that that you're going to be yeah. using regularly. That's kind of my, my hope for it. But the good thing, and, and so it's like, I what yeah, so what I wonder is like, can I convert a janky free product that's done to get email addresses into a polished paid product or are people going to be like, I was fine with the janky free product and 
there's actually no need i don't have a need for a fancier version of this so do i then have i then wasted a lot of time polishing up that mvp into something that feels more commercial to me only to discover that like it's that thing it's like you can validate that someone says they would pay for something but you actually have to need to valid you need to validate if they're going to actually click buy now and then you know that they were actually ready to pay for something so it sort of goes back to your point of like is it the right audience is it actually are these the right people am i yeah, whatever yeah. you said, however you said it, I forget. I said it really <laughs> eloquently, I'm sure. Yeah. The, uh, what does thanky sure. mean, Michael? You've used it twice and it's what a does word what mean? that are janky. Janky? Just, oh. I've never used know what janky. That words mean? Janky just means know. like it's a bit misaligned and a bit ugly and a bit awkward and it shows you like, it's basically Microsoft Windows is janky. <laughs> <laughs> And to, uh, to a probably similar extent, so is Ubuntu. Like, uh, like you, you just the edges. You, yeah, like an error message, it sort of shows you error code minus 4163 user error. You know, stuff like that, that just you're like, this is not polished. This is not nice. No. You know, that was the, one thing that yeah. was making me regret my uh, platform change decision yesterday. I had two error messages that were just like, you can't do that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, you're not... So uh, yeah, a bit. Of, so yeah, sort of. The, the, uh, it's sort of the computer expressing its natural sensibilities <laughs> at the yeah, user yeah. because the developer yeah. hasn't had time to like protect the user from them. Yeah. Um, or but you know, in terms of pros, it would just be like spelling mistakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there we yeah. go. Any? Have you got any more? Yeah. But then, got, yeah, that, this, got, this yeah. allegedly, you know, this apparently like also applies to books. Like if you if you haven't like checked that people are interested in it with the first drafts and then you spend all this time paying for editors and doing more revisions and more revisions. And then you realize that it wasn't really the right book. Then you've wasted all of that polished time. And that's ultimately the point of this uh, MVP thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but then there's some things that you, there's a reputation element we haven't spoken about at all, right? which is, I think, a, uh, which I've not, forgot, I've forgotten. It's, well, I, yeah. I sort of remembered it when you, when you spoke about the, um, the sort of pixel perfect element of it, yeah. I think there's a personal MVP element that's important as like me you know like personal or brand like mm. if i put out something that's got spelling mistakes in it that reflects on my professional reputation mm. and or if i put something out that um but then i'm quite happy to natter away with you every friday yeah. on a podcast yeah, but we've, we've had a lot of practice of, well, yeah, we've had a lot like of practice a... of this now like we're pretty good yeah, at this yeah. now so like i don't think you know i think if we'd done those early episodes like this your brand <laughs> yeah, may yeah, have yeah. been impacted but i think i think the solution <laughs> to all of this right is just put that's what the whole beta badge is for right yeah. alpha badge does yeah. so i need to just like I don't think I even have one for Square. I just need to make sure I've always got one to hand that I can slap on yeah, whatever yeah. I'm doing and just say, look, this is beta. Yeah, I mean, and this is how the yeah. big brands avoid the reputational hit. This is how Google Gmail was in beta for how long, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, and I think I think I, I, we haven't spoke, we haven't mentioned alpha beta, but government projects, you know, the digital marketplace putting out an alpha first, then a beta may still be in beta for all I know. Um, mm. But, you know, it's it gives you an opportunity to go, 
to, to, to sort of go, look, we need to put this out there. We need you using it, but we mm. know it's not completely finished. Like we think yeah. it, we believe it has enough utility to be worth you, your, your time. We're not, cause that's, that's it as well. It's like, there is literally throwing something at the wall and see if it'll stick. And then there yeah. is, you know, placing something carefully on the wall, knowing that it might wobble off you know what I mean yeah. you know there's that sort of like you can't literally you know vomit stuff out at people and then hope that you know just see what works um, yeah it's, it's the delivery it goes back to the story I think the intention of it what am I trying to do with this and why am I trying to do that and then I can you know then I can carry on um, yeah. and make some good decisions along the way hopefully yeah and watch out for where your skill level is sort of particularly deep and <laughs> that maybe you can be a little bit more shallow on that on that just to get to the first thing and this there's there's also like not uh, there's also this case of like steam early access where you can sort of play games early and there's a whole like discussions that happen around that because a lot of developers will you know like a lot of people will be like actually i'm not going to join the early access i'm gonna let other people do that because a lot of developers yeah. started like putting quite a bit too much out in early access and people were paying for it up front and then like sort of having to play these broken games and it was sort of like it's it's a you can still take a reputational hit by um like putting something out too early but um you know, at least at least people are, and and also I think there's there's a case where you sort of want to test if this is actually enough, so you don't put the beta badge on it. You see, like, if I tell people this is finished, will they still pay for it? You know, like um, there, sometimes you do want to test that, but yeah, it's just your point, isn't it? You've got to figure out what you're trying to test and yeah. it, experimental anything. Um, you've got to know what your outcome is, otherwise it's all a bit of a waste of time. Totally, totally. All right. So yeah, think there we go. Okay, that's an uh, MVP conversation. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to that. That was, uh, you can go if you like, if you like the podcast, go to grandpodcast.com. Um, we're going to be having probably more conversations uh, around this sort of thing on the new one. Uh, can you see my screen podcast.com? But for now, grandpodcast.com, come and um, all the links that we've talked about. If you subscribe, support us on Patreon, you can get the full videos and you can you'll get an email each week with all the links as well and a link to the video and it'll that'll be like three days early so um there you go like that's that's the that's the patreon pitch if you want to talk to us hello at grandpodcast.com goes to both of us give us radical feedback where can people <laughs> where can people find you on the internet ivanka people can find me at ivanka on twitter find me at michael forrest on twitter and my main thing is squares.tv please come by it's uh it's where i'm putting a lot of effort and so with that see you next time oh we'll see you in two weeks uh because ivanka has is making some oh, yeah. very <laughs> selfishly making a load of money instead of recording this podcast for free for our two patreon supporters so uh, three patreon supporters sorry i've still got this uh, money from if you want to send us some money in an envelope that's fine too <laughs> um so yes there we go we will see you next time so goodbye bye 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 bye, 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 bye.